0: Insane not or. Welcome to episode 201 of Cincinnati, the Bengals UK podcast. My name is Paul Hirons and wouldn't you know it, we are not one and done. Uh, We, uh, I think the Americans call it, we advance to the next round, the divisional playoff round uh, after a teeth-chattering, (laughs) sphincter-puckering, hell of a game against the Ravens. Uh, and uh, we play the Bills next week. So the the bandwagon continues to roll, so we'll be dissecting that tonight and uh, getting some of your reaccione too. But before then, of course, let's welcome in uh, Nathan Palmer. Nathan, hello.
1: How you doing, my son? Um, I described the game last week as a bit of a drunk bar fight against, you know, someone that you, you felt like you'd easily handle and it ended up getting a bit out of hand. And it's like he came back for more last night, didn't he? Because it was a pretty dire game. But like you said, we're not one and done. We won. We got through. We prevailed. We made the big plays. And... That's all that matters in the end, isn't it? It doesn't matter how you win them, it's the fact that you got the win. We advance and we're two games from the Super Bowl.
0: Oh, God, the the roller coasters cranked into gear straight away. We're on it and um, there's no stopping it so far. Although at times last night there were a few bumps in the track, weren't there, I think? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Bloody hell. I mean, you could say we were lucky, you could say... It was just sheer resilience and holding it together making some incredible plays when we had to how many times have we said that about this team seems yeah. especially about the the defense we'll get into it in a minute obviously but uh yeah a, i mean an electric atmosphere at pay did a fantastic job with all the pyrotechnics and the the game day experience if you want to call it that so hats off to that team. Uh, hats off to all the fans who who made a right old racket last night. People, people from all over the shop coming into Cincinnati, uh, tailgating like their lives depended on it. Uh, what an atmosphere! And uh, thankfully, it was the right result. Although at times, as I say, it looked as though it wasn't going to be the right result for us.
1: Hundred percent. It was a it was a difficult game. Um, obviously, what for UK fans watching it in the middle of the night didn't make it any easier uh, <laughs> um, without dragging on. But at the end of the day, we won, yeah. and you knew it was going to be a really tough battle out there. The Ravens, I thought, you've got to give a lot of credit to the Ravens. Because yeah, I thought play really they played really well. Actually, they really. Turned well. Up, they turned up last week with a third string quarterback. Kept us in the game against our starters on the road the whole game and were just brutally physical, gave it to us and kind of set us up a little bit yeah. for this game. As like, we said
0: last week, right? It, they, they were kind of just punching us in the mouth a little bit, jabbing us, bloodying our noses and, uh, you know, treading that line a little bit, I think, and yeah. getting under our skin and, and just yeah. in preparation for this week. And... Um, and so it proved didn't it as you say
1: yeah they really kind of just they just sort of like um had a little bit of a prod out and scale us a bit of a roughing last week and you look at their team on paper the fact that they were able to come away from home with their second string quarterback this week and pretty much i mean pretty much depleted um wide receiver core they've not really got a lot there and they outdid us. They, you know, Tyler Huntley threw for more yards than Burrow. They had more yards on the ground. They had more yards Yeah, than
0: they tot- outgained out us in almost every yeah. category last night,
1: didn't they? Yeah, with, with a, a vastly inferior team. I mean, you think for us, all our skilled players were out there. You've got Joe Boyd, Mixon. You've got um, Chase was out there. You've got Hayden Hurst was fit. T Higgins was playing. Tyler Boyd was playing. You had Trenton Irwin. Were, we, we were full strength. We at home. Now, the, the problem with all of this, and this is where I do think sometimes performances just have to go out the window, these divisional games are different. Yeah, People, yeah they, I agree. They are just a different, different kettle of fish. It's completely different type of atmosphere. Teams know each other. There's a bit of extra salt there. Um, different I'm gravy, sure,
0: Nathan. Different gravy.
1: is, and that's why to get through this game was all that mattered, to just give it a real good... Um, back and forth, get the win, get out of town. And you could see John Harbaugh at the end, like when he came over to um, do the old handshake with Zach Taylor, you could see he was absolutely fuming the geezer because for him, I think they knew they'd given everything they could. And ultimately, that crazy play that we will get to, one of the craziest plays I've ever seen as a Bengals fan, was the difference in this game. Um, And frankly, even with that, they had a chance at the end in many ways. Yeah, no, that <laughs> ended me in of the AJ Green. Well, catch I was going to say, them.
0: you know, AJ Green has done that to the Ravens before. You look at yeah. the Tyler Boyd fourth down touchdown when we, which sent uh, the Ravens packing and the Bills yes. to the playoffs in what 2017, I think it was. Um, yeah. So we've been, you know, we've been fortunate against them, if if you want to call it fortunate, by having these last gas plays. They almost they almost turned those tables on us last night, didn't they? Goodness me.
1: Yeah, well it's the classic old stick someone behind where the ball lands and just hope that when all these people jump up for it and there's hands everywhere that just takes a little deflection yeah. and then bounces over the top and you you got a wide open catch and it just literally went through the geezer's hands, you know, could yeah in yeah. a catch. And I tell you what, I reckon if he caught that, I think John Harbaugh goes for two. I reckon he'd have gone for it. Well,
0: that's been the report today that uh, he was planning to go for two to try and win the game, you know.
1: Um, And I can completely believe he would have done that. He'd have thought to himself, you know, take it to overtime, we've got the better talent, we're at home. He'd rather just gamble it on a... Um, two yard play, and the way they were running the ball last night. I mean, J.K. Dobbins has come out after the game furious that he didn't get more carries. He had thirteen for sixty-two, and really, whenever he got the ball, you felt like he was moving it and was dangerous. And Tyler Huntley as well. I mean, he had at least what fifty yards on the ground. I would have thought. Yeah, and you got Gus uh, Edwards
0: power running as well. And uh, anyway, should we do the reaction? It seems like we're in into reaction mode already. But let's let's officially go into reaction mode reaction mode nathan nathan si reazione <laughs> right uh, the Bengals 24 ravens 17 a remarkable game uh at pay call last night almost sixty seven thousand people absolutely going balmy off their rhubarb last night and uh oh but uh, how was your how was how was old bertie bumhole last night Nathan you stayed up and watched it I didn't because i'm a i I can't do that kind of thing anymore How was bertie bumhole throughout that whole game
1: first quarter you felt pretty confident. Um, pretty good from the Bengals a solid start, you got the turnover you put the touchdown on the board, which what well, should have been 10-0 Um, yeah. I'm, Evan McPherson missing that extra point you felt good, you felt it hadn't been great but it was in control solid, moving the ball Joe Boy looked fairly sharp the defence obviously forced a turnover it, they felt really like they were on the right track and then Just towards the end of that half, the Ravens just started to creep into it, started to move the ball, started nothing flashy, you know, just kind of grinding out first downs, Mm. you know, little cheeky passes here and there underneath. And before you knew it, you sat there half-time and you were down by a point and they had all the momentum. Um, And the Bengals never really, apart from that one drive, I would say, uh, in the second half, you know, the one where they scored and obviously went for two and got the... um, Got the two point conversion. They were anemic in the second half. The Bengals, the, you know, time after time, they had opportunities. They had the running into the um, running into the kicker penalty that gave us a fresh set of downs. Couldn't do anything with it. At the end, they couldn't do anything with it and gave the ball back to the Ravens for that final drive. And that's something that the Bengals have to have a look at this week and say, "What are we doing here?" Because you, you know, you ask the question, "How did I feel? How, how nervous was I in that second half?" It really felt it had the feeling for sure.
0: Fully clenched, we fully clenched.
1: <laughs> I I just seen it all before. It reminded yeah, me of one of those yeah. games back in the Marvin day. You're expected to win. They're playing a backup quarterback. You know what the Bengals are, are weirdly terrible against backup quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. John Harbour. You look back to all those playoff games of old against the Steelers a couple of times, you know, the division rival that you're much better than on the night. And they just come in and they outmatch you. They're a bit tougher. They they get the breaks or the calls and, you know, they come out victorious. And I really felt the Bengals had done it in terms of, like, they'd shot their their hope a bit and the Ravens had taken the advantage of it. But fair, fair play for the boys because at one point they were they were definitely with the bookies. I was having a look at the odds as it went. They were definitely behind. They definitely had a less than, I think, about less than 40% chance at one point in that yeah, game. Yeah, the and then
0: that, we'll get to but do you know what it reminded yeah. me of last night. I I, I watched the game uh, in you know the forty minute job uh, lunchtime today, and um, even though I knew the score, it was still a, a bloody hell. It's it was a real edgy of your seat there, wasn't it? And uh, um, it, do you know what? It was kind of interesting. I I watched the Buffalo Miami game earlier on in the evening, like I think you did. It reminded me of that a little bit. You know, Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo. Old uh, Buffalo the Vampire Slayer, um, uh, or the Dolphin Slayer, (laughs) in this case, um, uh, were heavily favoured to win. Uh, You know, they had their third-string quarterback out there. And, yeah, if it wasn't for dire mismanagement, game management, Mike uh, Mike McDaniel, uh, and some drop passes from the normally electric Jalen Waddle and and Tyreek Hill... Um, Miami would have been a little bit closer and it took everything uh, by Buffalo or Buffley, as I'm going to call them now, uh, to to sneak through, really. I mean, they did pull away a little bit, didn't they? But they kept hanging around the Dolphins and it was a little bit like that last night. The Bengals favoured to win by 10 or something like that. Uh, Backup quarterback... And it took every last bit of resolve and resilience to to kind of escape that uh, absolute brawl as a a victor. And you're right, I think it was an outlier Um, last night. It was a a game, a third game against uh, a divisional rival, second game back-to-back consecutive weeks. Uh, It was always going to, for me, it was always going to be a really close game Um, whether Lamar Jackson was in, Tyler Huntley was in, Uncle Tom Cobbley was in at quarterback for the Ravens because they love to run the ball. And they've got their design quarterback runs. They've got a two-pronged attack. Dobbins was really, really good, as you mentioned. And then occasionally they'll just fling it to Mark Andrews and he'll make a play, which he did occasionally last night as well. Um, So there were similarities with the (laughs) Buffalo. I've said it again. Why do I keep saying Buffalo? the Buffalo game, Um, uh, but, yeah, it was an outlier, I think. But the the slightly worrying thing for me is that three games in a row now, um, this one, last week's game against the Ravens again and the game against New England, where we haven't been consistent on offence. Sometimes we look sharp as attack, moving the ball with ease, get some points on the board, and it just kind of peters out in the second half. And you mentioned Marvin. That that was quite a Marvin team trait back in the day, wasn't it? They couldn't get anything going in the second half after a good first half. So, yeah, slight doesn't... concerns. Although I say it's an outlier that this game was an outlier. I think, and against a very very good defense as well.
1: That's that's the key point in this. Is that you've played two. Fantastic. I mean, it's the same defence, but you've played them back-to-back weeks. And the Ravens' defence is about as stout as you're going to see. You know, you talk about Marlon Humphrey, Hamilton, Raquan Smith, Peters. There's a serious defence. Even, you know, the veterans, Clarence Campbell, Houston on the line. I mean, they are a very, very good defence. I'm not sure we'll play a defence that good the rest of the way. So that's something I think you've got to take on board. The offensive line is going to be a problem. We're going to need to talk, We'll talk about that later, but
0: well, let's talk about it now because um, why not? Because um, there's so many things to talk about. Uh,
1: so we're uh, in trouble, aren't we? We're in
0: a bit of we're in a bit of trouble. Do you know what it reminds me like of uh, Nathan? Um, what, like one of them slasher movies where you've got a bunch of pesky kids who are all smiling and joking and confident. And enter. Um, against anyone's uh, be- better reasoning, enter an old rickety haunted house and one by one they get taken out by a mad serial killer. I'm not suggesting there's any mad serial killer at work here but one by one of this line they're going down almost like, it is, it's a week to week basis isn't it? Who's next? They must be like Ted Karras must be absolutely terrified that he's going to be next and uh, yeah. and also you know what? We might end up like if we get to the Super Bowl for instance, it's going to be tough obviously. Uh if we get to the Super Bowl, we might be playing more or less the same line uh in the Super Bowl uh as last year. Um which is weird because we spent all that money upgrading it and we'd be back to square one. So but what I saw last night, okay, yeah, they there was some pressure, there was a lot of pressure at times, especially in that second half, I think. Um But they did give Borough some nice pockets to... It wasn't all awful, that's all I'm going to say. Even with Jackson Carman at left tackle, it wasn't totally awful. Sharping looked okay. Edenogy's been playing okay. And that's kind of all you ask for in this situation, I think.
1: You look at that line, don't you, and think that if you could somehow have full-strength line, Jonah, Leo Collins, and Alex Kappa back, I... I mean, the, the going round in circle here. The frustrating thing for me is you beat the Ravens. You beat the Ravens two weeks in a row. You've won about fifteen games in a row. Is what feels like we're playing incredible football here. We ain't lost a game since October um, or November, if you talk about the time difference. But it, it's literally been an absurd run, and yet still, you've got to go away to the Bills and away to the Chiefs and. I would back us really confidently if you had that full offensive, like full strength O line. Because yeah. the way the Bengals were playing down the stretch with that O line, they got their chemistry together. They were in good shape. They got, I think they were game ready. They built up that chemistry. Joe Boy was playing with what seemed like a lot. The long he'd had the longest time in the pocket of any Bengals quarterback that I'd seen for about five to seven years. Yeah. Like he really just felt like he knew what he was doing. <laughs> time he could, you know zip the ball around he was having some big games the last three four weeks have really not felt like that and again you've played some great defenses the Patriots defense is pretty stout obviously the Ravens are good as well so it'll be interesting to see
0: and we've got the Bills next week who are pretty good defense as well but they always do give you a chance the Bills we'll get onto that later but
1: their past their past defense is a bit ropey isn't it but I, that's the thing for the Bengals. The run game again last night was anemic. There's just nothing really ever got going. Few Mix good up. runs
0: by Mixon, though. Few, not uh, not I mean, as it's,
1: consistent it's, though. Again, between him and P Ryan, forty-two yards. You, it's not. It's not going to. No,
0: it's not good enough. But you know what I mean. It's.
1: That, that's the concern as well in the playoffs. Is like, can you? Dictate the the game a bit and you know run the ball down people's throats because you've got you've got to do something to try and help Joe Boy out here you know going up in these next couple of games and uh, it worries me I, I don't think it as well I mean there's talk again like murmuring around now about all oh, you reach out to Whitworth and stuff like that but I just cannot believe uh, we talked about this before I don't want to exhaust the topic again I personally don't think it's realistic that it's going to happen and I also this late in the season now what you are going to get on the blower to the geezer today on a Monday and get him padded up and ready to go in six days time for a never playoff never going to happen in a million years never going to happen no it's never going to happen I know, I mean, why would
0: we need him we've got Isaiah Prince Prince <laughs> could be back it could be Adenogy at left tackle and Prince at right tackle which yeah which uh, it's a bit scary really but Adenogy yeah, be- much, be- absolutely better this year I think but well, I mean, we're going to have to do make do with what we've got. Really, uh, I think. Um, yeah. Deontay Smith uh, doesn't seem to be an option anymore. He seems to have slipped down the pecking order. Trey Hill's in there, obviously. Uh, we'll see what Kappa's status is. Didn't look good for Jonah, did it? Really, and everything we're we're hearing, oh. it's not great. So we're, you know, we're rec- again, we're recording this on Monday the sixteenth. So no doubt. We'll hear from Zach in a little while, maybe to confirm what's going Jones, on. But
1: There's no way they're going to be ready. Obviously, Collins, no. I think he's only going to be back for a long time. But I'm talking about Kappa. They, they, is there any chance on him? I, mean, I don't think so. Well, no, is, but... they're,
0: again, they're playing the cards very uh, close to their chests, aren't they, when it comes to. to Did you Kappa? make the
1: suit? Bowl you gave the geezer a month he might have a shot at it It depends how serious it is but they've obviously not just turned around and said he's out you know till the middle of next season so it's like hopefully not an absolute you know m- like months and months job I mean if you gave him hopefully five weeks and it's been a week as not it and you've got what four weeks to the Super Bowl you-, you think maybe he'd have a chance there but I certainly don't think there's any chance he pads up this week
0: okay so Zach Taylor has indeed uh, said something and both Jonah and uh, Alex Kappa are week to week. Um, okay. It looks as though Jonah has dislocated a kneecap, which he <laughs> had done before. I think it's a different knee, a different knee uh, to the one he dislocated before. But
1: um, so pretty painful to me.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it was. You know, and he is. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. So not disastrous, but not amazing. Um, as much as the offense started to peter out in the second half, the defense really started to step things up, and um, you know, B.J. Hill was looking good. Uh, obviously, um, Logan Wilson, and Jermaine Pratt, who've been terrific all year, really stepped it up. Akeem Davis Gaither already bagged an interception. Jesse Bates is ta- on. The- okay, th- it was that crazy drive that led to the play that you know, most people will will remember this game for, but there was a, a fantastic tackle, a touchdown saving tackle by Jesse Bates at the two yard line. Um and they just seem to to step up when it really, really matters when the when when the chips are down and when it's squeaky bum time I've got a bit, a bit of a bum obsession tonight, I think, haven't I? Um and, I then, and then um And then of course that crazy, crazy, crazy play—it was weird, wasn't it? I mean, um, both Harbaugh and um, J.K. Dobbins kind of threw Tyler Huntley under the bus a little bit. I thought, Um, just kind of Harbaugh kind of said, you know, he did it—you know, he didn't execute wrong. He he went over the top, and the call was for a sneak, uh, and I think. Dobbins was obviously emotional and angry that he didn't get any calls down, you know, down yeah. in that red zone area, which is fair enough, I suppose. Um, but he said, you know, um, um, you know, if Lamar had been there, he, they would have won. Um, and I thought Huntley played a really good game. I thought he was terrific. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was that was a weird play because he 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 started he's jumped really early, didn't he? And seemed to kind of hang in the air a little bit, and that gave uh, Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt, to be fair, who got his hand in there, to to kind of punch the ball out. Um, and then it just fell into the lap of Old Mother, and he certainly didn't look like an Old Mother, Hubbard, as he streaked down the field. And you have to give props to, actually, Marcus Bailey and Von Bell a little bit, who... It was Marcus, who, our old chum Marcus, past uh, guest on this podcast, who managed to block Mark Andrews when it looked as though Andrews might catch uh, Andrews Sam got Hubbard.
1: An absolute express train coming down there. I mean, the size <laughs> of the geezer, <laughs> I, I think on the next gen stats, someone said he's going 21 or 2 mile an hour. I think Sam Hubbard got up to like 17 or something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. for a guy that size, I mean, he's, he's the same sort of size as Hubbard. You know yeah. what I mean? He's flying. He was going. Quicker than those linebackers and Von Bell. I mean, yeah. if obviously, he nearly got Hubbard, if it wasn't for a potentially questionable block in the back by Bailey, I and mean, if that was the other way around, I think we'd have been having no, a bit that, that was a fair enough block, I think. That uh, was, uh, but yeah, I mean, either way, I mean, it was an incredible run. But I mean, Sam Hubbard, like, you know, what? Do a... you remember
0: when he did something similar against Miami? Uh, yes, yeah. we had a we had a meet up, didn't we? And it was, um, or was it Miami or was it Tampa?
1: No, he was Miami for sure. Yeah, because yeah.
0: we were. When was that? Like four years ago, maybe against Miami at home. When Miami, actually, similar situation. You know, they sort of although the Ravens didn't dominate us in this game, but Miami certainly were the better team. And yeah, it took a, a defensive touchdown from Mike Johnson, and it took then took a defensive touchdown from from yeah. Sam Hubbard, and. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what iconic scenes really? Just a, a play that will be long <laughs> remembered in you know Bengals cra- history. Do
1: you, do you know what was crazy about that play is obviously when he was running it back, I was like, "Oh my god, this is insane!" But I, at the same time, didn't want to go over the ball on celebrating because I was like, "That could easily cross the." You know, you can't tell, can you, for a second? It was all a bit quick, and you were wondering if the ball would cross the line. And that they were just going to give it as a touchdown. And obviously, when Hubbard runs it into the end zone, you're thinking to yourself, right? They're going to review this now, and the result of the review is going to be a touchdown for either team. So you've literally got a 14-point swing in the score based on them reviewing it. I don't think I've ever seen that before because no. Tyler Huntley. Oh, actually, it's just about. Oh, it's just about cross the plane. We're giving it as a touchdown for the Ravens you'd be like Jesus Christ we're down 7 points here whereas obviously if they say oh no it didn't and it was a fumble recovery therefore the Bengals got a touchdown so the, I, I was going mad but like slightly like 8 out of 10 mad on the basis I was like oh if they if they have a look at this and it's crossed the line it's you know got huge consequences but I said it before I've said it again this defence man they're, they're unbelievable and they've bailed this offence out time and time again you look back to that playoff run we had last year i don't think the offense ever played necessarily badly but every game in that um in that run last year the defense was the ones that stepped up and won that game for us. they won the game against the raiders at the end of that interception they they had a great game against tennessee with you know a variety of turnovers and you know that first play of the game from and that Jesse game Bates that game the,
0: against the Bucks as well I, when we were behind yeah. and
1: Yeah, Mike Hilton had another one against the Titans and then you obviously go back to the Chiefs game they had the interception in overtime, they absolutely masterfully did that job on Patrick Mahomes in the second half as well against a team of that quality with Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, to keep them as quiet as they did, obviously Eli Apple stopping Tyreek Hill at the end of the first half to keep the game respectable they have just turned up every single game when it's mattered and false turnovers and I just don't think you can give them enough credit. And you talked this week about no, um, the Bengals having no all-pro players for a team that's won eight or nine games in a row. They're, you know, they're into the divisional round of the playoffs. It, it's crazy that none of these guys are getting more recognition, or it's just crazy that virtually every player on that defense. And I'm just looking at some of the names and the stats from last night going down the list, there's hardly anyone on that defence that you turn around and say oh, he's not very good, is he? Or he's below average. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. There's some seriously good talent across the whole defence. And But I think what like...
0: it is also, you look at, say, someone like, I don't know, Cam Sample for instance, he's not a flash guy, he's part of the rotation yeah. but he always yeah. comes in and yeah. does something.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, now, there are slight worries though, you know, Eli Apple got caught on a double move by Demarcus Robinson last night. Yeah. Um, that has to be snuffed out. Uh, Cam taylor made some fantastic tackles. One at the yeah. line of scrimmage that stopped a first down. Amazing. Uh, he has to sharpen up as well in coverage. Dax Hill was flagged three times last night. Um, really cool. yeah. So, you know, and obviously, as you say, the run game. But, you know, again, an outlier. It's, it's the Ravens. They are a run-heavy team. The Bills are not a run-heavy team, but uh, as I say, bit of an outlier uh, last night. And I, I said about this team, do you know, what I mean, they they haven't necessarily got one identity. They can, there is Swiss Army knife. They adapt, they're agile, they can win in different ways. But I, I, if you were open, if you were going to open up that Swiss Army knife and uh, uh, and find out the different ways to win, scoring in a 98. 98- uh, yard fumble yeah. recovery uh, would certainly not be one of them, but they can add that to their uh, <laughs> into their uh, weaponry arsenal. Um, yeah, it's just <laughs> mad, isn't it? Just mad. They just know how to do it. They, for whatever reason, they can just pull something like that out of the bag. You, you know, some people will say it's luck. Some people, uh, mostly Bengals fans, I would, I would imagine. Would say that they're just—they've got that mindset. They—they, you know, you listened to Lou last week. Those guys never know when they're beaten. They—they they have yep. to contest every blade of grass and uh, and every situation and every down, every every single second of every single minute of every single game. They think that they can get the ball back, and it's—I don't know—it's—I think it's a mindset thing more than anything, you know.
1: You know what's funny and I think they, they were saying this last night that when the Bengals players won that game they come off the field and rather than celebrating and saying right we're on to the next round it was a bit of huffing and puffing and I <laughs> even think with the fans it was it, you know obviously you're delighted to have won but the last three games the Bengals have played have been real scrappy wins at the end that you get yeah. the win but you're not necessarily happy with the performance certainly last week's game was pretty horrible last night we held on apart from that one big play and obviously the Patriots game was similar but you know what's hilarious is if you'd off, if you'd said 18 months ago that we'd be beating the Ravens in a playoff game at home people would have been falling over themselves you wouldn't have cared if it was by one point half a point yeah, you, you yeah. wouldn't have cared you'd have been elated and absolutely jubilant and I it's exciting as fans that we've beca- we've become a bit spoiled because we're all sitting there demanding, you know, better performances. and always a bit scrappy, and the Ravens outgained us with their backups. Who gives a fuck? Do you know what I mean? We we've yeah, won exactly. another yeah. game. And I think that's something to just be immensely proud of—that we're a serious team now, and you, you come to expect winning in the playoffs. And for thirty-one. Yeah. You, you couldn't have said that. And well,
0: I think uh, this... Zach Taylor has become the the winningest coach in in terms of playoff games in Bengals history. We're four and we four. <laughs> same with Joe Boy as well. We're four and one in the playoffs this year. Um, yeah, you know what a what a time to be a Bengals fan. As you say, it's a great time to be a
1: Bengals it's... fan. If you, like I said, if you'd said this 18 months ago, you, you wouldn't have believed, you know, you just said there's absolutely no chance. So the fact we can sit here now and pick the bones out of a win and say, well, you know, perhaps not happy with it. It's an absolute blessing that we're even in this position. And like I said, we're two games from the Super Bowl. We haven't been great for the last couple of weeks. Who says Joe Boyd doesn't, you know, can't go to another gear when he needs to against the Bills. So I
0: will say this about Burrow. Um, okay, so no explosive, no real explosives at all last night. Uh, and I think you have to give credit to the Ravens uh, for that. But uh, I think you mentioned the running game not um, not being very efficient. I will say this: they're kind of substituting the running game with the shorter passing game, and that's how they're yeah. moving the chains. And as you say, I don't care by hook or by crook, we move I, the chains, I, and we have to score points, and we do it whatever way we can.
1: Can I say one final thing, Sam, before Go you on. move us along? do you know what the offense is doing that it, well it's what they're not doing they're not making stupid plays and turning the ball Mistakes, over yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: how important that is you look at that Bills Miami Dolphins game the Bills should have been out of sight in that game it was stupid turnovers kickoff yeah. you know the Fumbles, interceptions, yeah. stuff like that that let the Dolphins back into the game. And the Dolphins had nothing. I mean, bless Skylar Thompson. You know, he was, he was, I think his completion rate was about 25, 30%. It and was, yet
0: they had a pot. If it was yeah. if they didn't completely screw up that fourth down and one on that delay of game. Oh, no, yeah, um, they could have kept that drive going, and who knows what would have
1: happened? I mean, well, one hundred percent, exactly. You know. And you know, they ran it close. But as good as the bills were, they had the big plays, the digs. They had all of that. Mistakes cost them, and that is one thing that Joe Boy has been fantastic with. Is he's he's not making silly throws. He's not Great. giving the ball defense. they're not, uh, He's gets sacked but he doesn't fumble the ball, he protects it, Joe Mixon never fumbles the ball and you know, watch him fumble it you know, next week against the Bills after I've just said that, <laughs> but you know him and Ryan they, they protect the football you know, I know Jamar Chase had a, has had a fumble or two, but pretty much the receivers are quite good as well, obviously Hayden Hurst to be fair to him, did lose one last night but for the, for the most part it's tidy football, you know, it's the odd mistake it's the odd turnover, but that's what kills teams, especially um, in the playoffs. So, yeah, as much as they've not been, you know, blazing it up and putting up four or five hundred yard games on offense and, you know, huge flashy plays down the field, they're also not killing themselves with mistakes. And that that's yeah. really important. Yeah. You've got quality defense that... You know, can do that because ultimately we know. Last night, that one play, that one mistake from Tyler Huntley, let the ball go. Logan Wilson, yep. incredible yep. play. That is the game, right there. You know, yeah. if they score and in, that, a ga- in a
0: game with so few possessions, you know, a lot of long drives last night. Yeah. It really does come down to turnovers, yeah. and we won yeah. the turnover and- battle two to one last night. So um,
1: yeah. they score that touchdown, and it goes over the line. I mean, there's every chance we could have come back into the game, but it would have taken some doing. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. so...
0: Right, Okay. Uh, a lot of correspondence, so let's get to them. Solid handle. Phil Hatton at Bengal Blue Boy. Solid handle. It can now be declared as a really good season for us. Pity about the OL injuries, but feel like we're playing with house money now. The dream is alive. Yeah, what's it? Um, Matt Moonen at Matt Moon. Um, versus a divisional rival, you just get the win any way you can. Hope Capper is back. Interior important, so Burrow can step up. He can handle the DAs coming, DEs coming from the wide. From wide, uh, run games seem decent at times. Need it to be good enough in the playoffs. Maybe Carmen helps a bit with that. That's an interesting one, obviously, because Carmen was a guard. Uh, sorry, a tackle, but Bengals wanted him as a guard and. Start to mould him as a guard, but he was tackled last night. I I think I prefer him at tackle, actually. Or not on the team at all, but that's another story. Um, ja- James C. Brown at Brownie Lad. I uh, think there was a lot closer than most thought it would be, but winning is what matters the most. Slam dunk! That's slam dunk the funk. Um, slam dunk. Delighted with the win. Wasn't pretty, but I suppose... Uh, It never was going to be. Thought Carmen was decent when he came in. Dax Hill had a few worrying flags, but you expect that from a rookie. Oh, looked lame late on, but a win is a win. On to Buffalo, which should be a humdinger. Sean, disciple of Ange. uh, I would love to get a level of elite where playoff wins become expected. But until then, I think I'm going to need a regular January prescription for blood pressure medication. Uh, (laughs) I know, right? Um, uh, Tom McDowell at Wagad Dab Didi, uh, I'm I'm happy with the win, but it was strangely expected. Like Joey B says, this should be the standard moving forward. Um, um, Jamie at Trecoat Beaster, uh, I apologise to the other residents in my block of flats, neighbouring blocks of flats, nearby streets and areas for screaming my ass off. At the Hubbard touchdown, uh, Dan Waite at DNKW said that was bloody grueling. John Harbor is a graceless Burke. Well done, boys. Who day? Um,
1: he wasn't happy, old John, was he?
0: No, he's he's been a bit chippy, hasn't he, John? He's he's not. Uh, he doesn't give any quarters, does he? Uh, away, he's like he's a proper miserable sod, isn't he, uh, John Harbor? <laughs>
1: like that interview did he you see the interview he did um, (laughs) at half so was it half time he did the interview I can't remember but he they were asking him about like was he going to play two different quarterbacks and this that the other and he was he was not happy at all the geezer and at the end I thought it was a bit classless like you know Zach Taylor I mean Zach Taylor genuinely is one of the nicest geezers out there and I know that he's been having a bit of a moan about you know last week and stuff but I think you know and obviously he's pissed off but you've got to it just felt a bit unnecessary. Yeah, to... no, I agree. I agree.
0: We won. Well, exactly. Up your arse, John Harballs, as uh, Bengals Whitney called him on <laughs> on uh, Tigris Talk last week. Clive Lambert at Future Techs. Um, uh, winning ugly is, a sign, is the sign of a good team. We'll need to do better next week, but maybe having a dodgy stroke tough game it was just what was needed. Uh, Alex Costa Alex Costa 93 thinks we need to draft an offensive tackle next year we shall see that's to come
1: about 10 offensive tackles I think <laughs> it uh, does show you is not it super quick it does show you that how good the team was playing when that line was settled, and if you can get those guys back and healthy, and maybe just give them a, you know, maybe just focus on like If you were to draft a guy in the first or second round to to be plugged in there, just as a bit of an insurance policy that you'd have a quality backup in place, it'd be it's insane to think what that offense can do because it was just starting to hit stride. Um, so yeah, that's the one exciting thing you got to think is that. They roughly know what they're doing here. You've got some quality guys on the team. Um, So, yeah. BB at Blue
0: Bengals 5 says that perhaps the Jonah injury is an injury too far. And he says Carmen was not good, guys. Burrow barely kept hold of that ball when he came on. We've got a massive issue of Kappa Williams. uh, Can't get back. Anytime soon, Tom Lawrence at Tommy Jalapeno. Solidando. Looking forward to some reaction, reaction, ole, ole, ole. Well, you've got it, Tom. Have a bit of that. Um, uh, Cal Neefsi at Cal Niefsi. Um We came out flying, but that long Ravens' drive really killed everything off. Didn't really get going in again from there. Martin at Dorset Bengal overwhelming feeling is is that of relief never never been a fan of interdivision matchups in the playoffs at least not in the first round surprised the nfl hasn't come up with a convoluted procedure for avoiding them glad the daft twitter warfare with the ravens can subside uh, a bit yeah it's weird as i say some of the more vocal flag bearers for the bengal's were getting into it weren't they with the ravens some of their vocal
1: a bit uh, silly. Blow yeah. a bit daft, really, yeah, but, It's uh... silly, I think, but, uh, but I, I actually think that's a really good point from Martin about the the divisional games. Um, yeah, in it's the weird, first... isn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah. I
1: don't You've know. got to play something for new division, then fair enough, but I, I do think you play them twice a year, it feels silly to me to be playing them a third time at the first opportunity in the playoffs. Um, I think that's a very good point. There was another good point, actually, in terms of a rule change that I actually think would be good, is If you win your division, you get in the playoffs regardless. But you're not guaranteed a home game. It's done on seedings. I also think that's a good rule because if you are like eight and nine and win your division, I think you've got every right to be the seventh seed and therefore not get a home. Yeah, that's a good good shot. That's another reasonable proposal of you know to encourage teams to sort of, or not encourage teams either way, but. You know, the fact that if you do win, like, 12 games or 13 games and, you know, finish second in your division, that you're not having to go away to a team that's won eight. Um, Yeah. yeah.
0: But um, whenever has the word reasonable appeared in a sentence alongside the NFL, Nathan? Uh, Anyway, um, Richard Murgatroyd at Richard Murg90 over the moon with the result, but there are a few areas of concern... The O didn't do anything um, after the first drive in the third quarter and a very average attack moved the ball on us. I think you've got to give the Ravens a bit more credit than that, to be fair, Richard. Uh, I'm hoping it was just the outcome of playing a team for the third time and how well they know us. On to Buffalo. Here, here, Richard. Um, Derek Davis at sturdy underscore stem. Um, Solid handle. Von Bell showed why he lifts those weights. At 5 a.m., the geezer stood up. Gus Edwards at the one-yard line. Like it's I great. don't know. You tell lads. You lads tell me. I don't know. He does it. Uh, that Joe Burrow is slippery. He's going to need it with this line. Who are they going to be rolling out for the Super Bowl? Quinton Spain. I wouldn't put it past him. Um,
1: it feels too late in the day for anyone to be plugged in, did not it? Like for them to get up at the speed on the playbook and to be in. Could, uh, better you, you got to remember as well. You're asking any geezer, doesn't matter if it's Quinton Spain or it's you know it's Andrew Whitworth you've got to ask these geezers that are off the street effectively that are just mulling about home playing golf doing whatever they're doing to come in play a game in six days and to be of a better standard than a player that you've got on your team that's had old camp old season and you know in theory it's old next man up you know you've been working hard all season and some guy comes in and takes you takes your helmet off you I, I, I know I'm just you just not... got
0: to do what you're going to do man I think
1: anyway I know, um... the coaching staff doing that to be honest no, to it's
0: not not their style really is it Mark Lee at podgy six Um, what a result will be in New York for the Bills game any recommendations for where to watch I'll retweet that so if anybody has Phoebe's. any, I
1: think it's Phoebe's is it the Bengals bar in New York Phoebe's I'm sure, is it Phoebe's? I'm sure Phoebe's, yeah. Sure it's Phoebe's yeah it's quite a famous yeah. um, one I've been there before it is a fantastic bar um but yeah, l- double check it. But I'm pretty sure that's what it's called.
0: Mega Farta at Mega Farta B. Shocking. Um, the D got us through that again. Says Scott Darmid Russell at Darmid Russell. Happy to find a way. Buffalo D line won't cause the same problems as Baltimore, so our O line shouldn't be ex- exposed. I don't know. I don't know, Darmid. Um, uh, life changes at Bud is king of beer.
1: Solid
0: handle. I'm feeling good. Calm and. Down. That advertisement on this podcast. <laughs> hey, what?
1: Unofficial advertisement on this podcast. That's right. Yeah, uh,
0: I'm feeling good. Says uh, Buddy's king of beer. And actually, I'm actually drinking just to balance that. I'm drinking a BB number twenty-one pale ale. Ooh, That's very nice. It's very nice. I'm feeling good carmen didn't do as bad as i thought he would and i don't think we will face a defense damn good minus a few dirty players (laughs) his words not mine like that again in the playoffs simply because that was a divisional rival i think we finish what we started and win next week in buffalo how about that and finally caris of steel at caris of steel solid handle nine wins in a row in a variety of ways Key players under pressure is now our speciality. Perhaps it's an intangible, but it's an edge. Can it overcome Allen's arm or Jackson Carmen's incompetence? <laughs> we'll see, but we're facing a QB that turns it over. That may be our way this time. Let's get, Should we go straight into that? Because I think for as, in, as incredible Josh Allen is, some of those passes are just human highlight reels. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that Mm. pass that looping arcing pass to Diggs uh, like 60 yards at the flick of a wrist
1: he's had a couple the last few weeks
0: what what an arm he's got but he and the Bills always give you a chance and I don't know what it is we've mentioned this in the past I don't know whether they're not whether they switch off in the key moments it's certainly in the fourth quarter I mean, they're a hell of a team with fantastic players. Diggs, one of my favourite players in the NFL. Uh, I really like Ed Oliver. Uh, Milano's amazing. You know, Edmonds was laying out some proper hits, one of them quite dodgy, actually, um, against the Dolphins. Uh, So they've got some incredible players, great team. But for whatever reason, if you can just stay close to them or put some pressure on them, um, there's always a chance, they always give you a chance and none. Uh, and that's no more evident than Josh Allen, he will always produce a turn, not always obviously but he produces turnovers, he's kind of the opposite to Burrow who is an excellent, You know, he takes care of the football now he's really learnt that and added to his armour, whereas Allen just loves it doesn't he, he just goes for it, hella high water And that does give you a chance. So I do think we have a chance next week, but we're going to have to play really, really well, I think, especially on
1: offense. I almost think we match up slightly better against teams that are a bit more aerially focused. And you look at the Chiefs, we beat them three games in a row and they're arguably the best attack in the NFL They've got an incredible team. Diggs and that Gabe Davis are absurd, and they I mean, just in terms of a deep threat. Cole Beasley is just a classic sort of, you know, man in the slot. And then Dawson Knox is the guy that you know doesn't get enough love. He's had a touchdown, I think, in his last five or six games. He's always there in the red zone. And do you know who else it is? And just I feel like this geezer's been in the NFL forever. He's the sort of guy that will just Pop up next week, you don't think about him and he'll just get deep on you. Is John Brown. I mean, he's just rapid, the geezer. And, you know, you talk about Josh Allen just pinging it down the field. He's a guy that you've got to be careful of as well. I don't think their run game is going to give you too many kittens. I think we can hopefully manage that. If anyone's going to give you a bit of a problem, it might be Josh Allen himself, you know, breaking out of the pocket and and making plays with his legs. But you've seen in the past about how well Lou's dealt with Patrick Mahomes and, um, managing that so you've got to kind of hope that that's where you can maybe sort of you know keep them under wraps it's going to come down to joe boy as well the people saying that the bills past defense possibly is their biggest weakness if he gets time we know he's got the weapons Jamar chase had a great game last night he's playing well it's going to be a it, it has all the makings to be an absolute classic football game. Two incredible teams either side of the ball. It, it's going to be a bit of a blockbuster game. But uh, you made the right point, son. It, it will come down to things like turnovers. Are the Bills going to give you a chance? Because the last couple of weeks they've done that. You know They, they let the Patriots in the game for far, far too long. Um, they did the same last night against the Dolphins. So... Yeah, that, that is the one thing for me. is: Are they going to tighten it up or are they going to be a bit leaky and mm-hmm. give us a chance? Our defence has been playing really well. Like I said, they've been forcing these turnovers. So Joe Boy can keep it nice and tight, play well. The Bengals can put a good performance in. There's no doubt they'll be there or thereabouts. So, yeah, tough one. Just a shame it's in Buffalo. And we don't want to go back down the route of coin tosses and seeds and everything else. But I do think if this game was at, at Paycor we'd have a lot – feel a lot more confident than I do going up in – apparently the weather's going to be freezing up there as well next. Yeah, well, I mean, so, that could be a level for,
0: for throwing the football, you know. It's true, more true. difficult. Oh, I don't know. I mean, my, my heart obviously says the Bengals. My head is saying the Bills, I have to say. Um, but, yeah, I just hope it's like a real classic and um, – I don't know, man. I think, I do think we've got a chance. I really, really do. But we need we need to try and stay close to them because they say they've got a pretty explosive offence. And uh, if we can come out and start the way we did and actually finish, uh, that's the key because this offense hasn't been finishing recently. And of course, uh, we've got a meet up. Um, I was gutted that we couldn't spend uh, the time together last night to. Um, Watch the Ravens game. I think that, especially the type of game it was, I think it would have been a great, uh, a great game to watch together. But of course, try and find somewhere open at 1:15 in the morning on Monday morning. Just wasn't happening. Uh, but we're pleased to say, um, you know, the, the the kickoff's a little bit more manageable time-wise uh, on Sunday. So we will have a meet-up. A uh, few things to be confirmed. We will let you know tomorrow on Tuesday the 17th so check out our social media feeds at Whoday underscore UK uh, Bengals UK on Facebook we'll be having one in London one in Manchester so um, do look out for details it's all going Nathan isn't it it's exciting exciting times
1: it really is and lovely thank god we got that 8 o'clock game because it, at least then you can watch it in sort of a reasonable hour get some people together and have a bit of fun and a bit of atmosphere I don't think anyone particularly enjoys 1, uh, one fifteen in the morning on a Sunday Sunday night until the early hours so very excited to watch this um, with everyone and have a good time
0: Absolutely, good luck everyone, enjoy the game, goodness me, the playoffs are fun aren't they so much fun and uh, let's enjoy it while it lasts, hopefully we can make it last right until the bitter end or the joyous end in this year's case um, Thanks so much for listening Nathan and I will be back next week um to dissect the game good or bad uh and uh, can't wait really let's 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 bring it on bring on the Buffalo bills that's what I say um
1: thanks for listening though uh see you next week.
0: It's a who day from me
1: and a who day from me Cheers, guys.